When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. G'day everybody, welcome to the show. It is the Carlton Show. Some of you may remember it from days gone by uh, because one of the idiots in the room uh, has been putting pressure on us for a while to get back together, uh, we have relented. And why wouldn't we at the end of what's been a dramatic, well, hopefully it's not the end come Sunday, but the end of what's been, nearing the end of what's been an unbelievably dramatic and uh, fascinating season for us, one of the most dramatic nights we've all lived through uh, as a supporter group for a long time last Saturday night and how much we've got to look forward to in front of a sold-out MCG on Sunday. It's hard to believe that... We find ourselves in the position we do, but we do. And we're going to have a chat about that. And we're going to chat about what we've been through and whatever else comes to mind. Um, it's nice to be back with these two idiots. Baz, this is your doing. You're responsible for this. I, I am. What have and, you got uh, to say for yourself? What have I got to say? Um, let's just say, first and foremost, I want to thank both of you for obviously accepting. You don't have to thank us for anything, but keep going. Well, don't tell me what I can and can't stay, <laughs> otherwise it's going to be a fucking short program. Well, you don't have to thank us. No, no, I do. I do. Because, you know, it's it's been a tough couple of years for all of us, and this was pretty much dead and buried. Um, I just felt that the week that we're going to endure, the build-up, the whole um, – well, the enormity of this week and, and the opponent that we're playing – I felt that I needed you to, to to be with me through a little bit of it, I guess, you know, rather than just on the WhatsApp. It's nice to see us. It's been yeah, it's ages. To, it's yeah. been ages. We're gonna have a couple of frothies here. And um I, I do I do say thank you to both of you. And 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 an opportunity to also say thanks to all the listeners um that we probably didn't thank because our show sort of came to an end pretty abruptly. Um and those two who are gonna listen um to this, thank mm. you very much as well. Mm. So well, Thanks we're for all, being loyal, and, uh, yeah. and and away we go. We're all in this together, Gex. It's, yeah. uh, it's a big week for all Carlton supporters. Yeah, it's just great to be physically back in the same space with you guys again. I've, I've been hanging out to get back together. A couple of missed opportunities during the year to see games and things like that. So, you know... Rather than being acquaintances on social media, it's good to actually physically be well, in the Well, such room is the nature of footy again. these days that... If you just decide, hey, let's all go to the footy together this week, it's actually not as easy to do, no. particularly with folks who have got reserved seats and yeah, you sit yeah. there and that's yeah. where you go. So yeah. but it's not. It's just not as easy to do that yeah. these days. And one of the reasons we – well, one of the – for me, that we stopped doing the show was because we started to kind of, you know, come out. We start, The reason for doing it in the first place was because we were in a deep, dark hole mm. and no one was speaking about us. So I felt like we had um, a void to fill. And when to, to some end, the three of us did that. You've only got to look around now and uh, uh, there's Carlton podcasts all over the joint. So no one needs to hear from us anymore. There's plenty of others uh, out there doing that now. And you're bobbing mm. up as a special guest on 
uh, one a week these days. So everybody in the Carlton family is well served by Carlton people talking about Carlton now. And mm. hopefully, we, the, we said it many, many years ago. You about said it. The dog days being over. But um, hopefully, this is the first real step towards us getting back to where we want to be on a more sustainable kind of basis this year. Yep, well said. And um, I think we're going to basically kick off with um, Saturday night and we're going to keep it brief. We're not going to review the whole match. But so what, has, what do you want to say that... On Saturday night, yeah, all I yeah. want to ask both of you is, is basically um, coming into the game, I asked both of you, is, did you think that we could get the job done? I think both of you, is, I think probably were looking for a miracle. Mm. Me being me, I had a feeling or gut feeling that we'd serve it up to them. We did. Um, three minutes to go, we set the scene. Three minutes to go, the game's ebbing and flowing. Charlie kicks that goal with three mm. minutes to go. Well, I know what I did, right? You know, I got Fiona to me right. We both jumped out of the couch. I pick her up, saw back and all, <laughs> and, and throw her, and she almost hit the roof, right? And internally, I call it. I call it. <laughs> I, I know we're going to win, right? So I know we're going to win, so I'm on a massive high. I sit back down, I look at the clock, and I see a tick under three minutes, and I'm thinking... Oh, well, three minutes is a long time. Mm-hmm. Jeez, have I gone a bit early here? <laughs> and uh, Melchon takes that mark in amongst three or four of them. Unforgivable. We understand that. And then, really, the pupa valve is really tightening. Mm. From there on end, it's really tightening. And it tightened for our boys as well. But when that kick went through of Cozzy uh, Pickett, so the elation from two and a half minutes ago yeah. to the feeling I had then, and when I turned to my right... And I see my 27-year-old daughter, non-compass mensis, tears flowing, tears. Out. Mate, that, that hits you. Yeah. That hits you. Yeah. As a father, uh, you know, it hits you. As a supporter of this club, it hits you. You know, you know what it means, to my right, mm. I know what I'm feeling, and I've got 11 seconds left on the clock, and I'm consoling her with my eye on the TV, hoping for a miracle. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. For a straight tap down, kick into the forward line, mark, we steal it. Didn't happen. What did I feel? Totally empty, gutted. I felt like I was on another planet. I didn't know where I was. Hands in my head. That's what I felt. Mm. So that, that was me Saturday night. Give us your give us your classic and inimitable take on these things. Yeah. Well, see my my family are notoriously unemotional types anyway. So, and I'm the biggest cynic on the planet. So I have an inevitability about these things that I almost expect. I'd rather be happily surprised, but, you know, I I sort of leave those moments for seeing great moments in sport and especially Carlton great moments. And they stay with me for the rest of my life, obviously. But uh, being... Yeah, a bit more cynical, logical left side of the brain. I kind of just process what I know about what I've seen before and the history sort of repeating itself. And until we knock down those walls of the ghosts past and present to a degree and we sort of kick those skeletons out of the closet once and for all, I I kind of expect the inevitability of some of these moments. So... I was gutted. Don't tell um, nothing. My, I was sitting with my son in the lounge, and 
you know, we were, we were just shaking our heads in disbelief that it had happened um, in a big moment once again, unfortunately. But the beauty of sport and the ability to redeem yourself very quickly is is certainly there for us. Mm, so, sure, you yeah. know. Well said. You just take it take it as it comes and you just got to take the next opportunity. Yeah, basically. well said, Gex. I mean, you've got the extremist crazy me and then you've got the Gex. No, you're both feeling the same things, but it comes are, out in a different way. It comes yeah. in a different ways yeah. in yourself, Andy. What, what? Oh, no, just the same. Same as you blokes. Like, lived, I think we all lived exactly the same experience as Carlton supporters. Um, so, you know, and there's, a, there's, there's the ugly side of the loss where, you know, you, you see an automatic reaction uh, and one that festers for 24 hours and people want to lay the boots into individuals and he's no good, get him out of there. And this is, this is the worst of all supporter bases, but we are more attached to ours. So we see that from a Carlton perspective more than we see it in others. And it's about the most disappointing thing about being a Carlton supporter added to the fact that I presume it was one of ours who racially abused Cosy Pickett after the game, which is, you know, just really? beyond belief. Oh, beyond Disgraceful. Belief. Beyond belief. I mean, that same person probably Disgraceful. thought they were supporting Eddie Betts at some stage. So no, just, you, you weren't. So, yeah. um, so, so you know, you can do the post-mortem and you can go, well, if he had to mark that or if the punch had to go on there or if the, uh, if the kick had to found the target. And they, that's, that's what we do. We've all done it, right? We've all thought the same things. But the result's the result. So I went back to – if because I'm trying to glass half full this year because I go back to where we were – where I was at the start of the year and what my expectations were. And, of course, they change when you get to eight and two. You start to you know, see yourself in the four and you hear what people are starting to say about us and your best is as good as anyone's. And you know, we're all – we can temper that, I think, as Carlton supporters because we know what we haven't got access to from a playing perspective and what a difference – We'd like to think that would make to a four-quarter performance against against the best teams in the competition, which was the best thing about Saturday night. Yeah. At halftime, uh, Fritch gets that free kick downfield. Kick, March Banks only kick for the night. Yeah, too, March Banks probably. done a magnificent job on him, taking him completely out of the game. <laughs> and what a magnificent thing it was to see Marchy back in that sort of form. Maybe the four quarters is still finding him out a little bit. Um, but he's getting better every single week. Um, so he kicks that goal and you think, here they go, into halftime. You can see the body language. They've been here. They know how to put sides away. And I think we said to one another, the next 10 minutes, the first 10 minutes of the third quarter is going to be huge here. And we stood up. <laughs> we stood up. We stood up magnificently. And um, we we're in the game and we, put, we gave ourselves every chance of winning it um, with a team that, you know, has got, you can pick or choose. It depends how highly you rate. Perhaps someone like Dave Cunningham, but we've probably got four to six players outside our best twenty-two at the moment who aren't playing. Maybe more, maybe less. You can well three three out of the midfield. Andy, yeah, is, uh, we know the three yeah, out of the yeah, midfield: yeah. Kennedy, Kennedy, Hewitt, and Chera. Yeah, so yeah, that's been yeah. our midfield all year. Yeah, so yeah, there's, so, there's yeah, just three yeah, bangs straight yeah. up. So you, you can you can kick that around all you yeah. like. But the, I thought the performance was—I don't want to say heroic because—but I tell you what, if 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 they had have hung on, I know how the coach feels about it. If they had have hung on, that would have been one of the best wins that he's ever seen a team that he's associated with enjoy. No doubt. Um, and they were fifteen seconds away from it. Yep. And you're playing a team 
that aren't going as well as they have in the last 18 months, but they're still going okay. Yeah. Um, that is a team where we don't have the belief to just keep our feet on the ground and stay calm in the last, in the, when the heat's really on. Um, they do. They know what to do. And they'll take, even if it's a mung kick from Lever that goes inboard, they'll take it on because they sort of know where one another is and what needs to get done. And even the tap, I think it might have been Melksham again. I've sort of stopped watching it. But Melksham late just made sure the ball didn't get trapped underneath him late. So it stayed bobbling around, knowing full well that he probably had a teammate, and he did, who was in a position Mm. to take advantage of a loose ball. And he did. And the rest is history, I mean. So, you know, that's where we will get to, I've got no doubt. I've got no doubt we get there. Um, but it'll take more time. It'll take it'll take maybe one or two more of these along the way uh, before we grow into the side that I think we think we're going to be. So, and that kind of leads us to the, you know, before we talk about what what's coming up on Sunday, it leads us to like our kind of one chance to get together this year and have a chat about it. But the review of where this coaching group has kind of taken us. This is their first. Year together. This well, is, you know, I, I, I use the phrase version one. This is version one of Michael Voss's uh, regime. Yep. And I think on a positive side, he has stamped his qualities onto the team, which is what we've always, we've wanted a harder edge on this team for a long time. Uh, and yes, it's been helped by the acquisition of a couple of uh, stronger body midfielders, mm-hmm. plus the surprise of uh, Matty Kennedy's form, which came out of nowhere. I don't really know. There was a few glimpses late last year that... In the second half, He was yeah. fine. He was second fine half of last his, year, was, yeah, yeah, But he's built on that but brilliantly, that, that, yeah. that toughness in the middle of the ground mm. has... And Michael Voss played his football in that that mm. type of, uh, of, of atmosphere. Um, I think that set the tone for what we've seen this year with the, with, with the team, um, a little bit one-dimensional as it's turned out. Mm, we're I agree with that. Because we're only as good as that cohort of players stayed fit as it's turned out. Um, but, look, definitely an improvement on last year, um, mentally, physically, psychologically, um, that effort-based level minimum level of what you expect from the team has been raised in my opinion um to a far more consistent mm. uh level yeah that's that and that's fair because there's been we've had everything that Gex said then there's been improvement in there's no doubt about that we've had a few uh bumps along the way um in terms of games that we didn't bring a level of effort and whatever you're going to have that along the way um, so if we're talking coaches at the moment, um, or the senior coach, I, I've just written down here, I said, oh, he's got them believing. Um, I do believe that he's got them believing in themselves. Um, there might have been a few hiccups of late. Um, playing for each other. And certain players, what I like to see is that there's some lesser likes that uh, we may or may not have had sort of distantly shoved to the side and probably thought, ah, oh, you know, they're probably done and dusted. They'll, they'll be out this year. Well, he's got some of these guys playing roles. You know, they're role players. 
uh, and they've grown into the into the year. Who are you talking about? Um, I, I well, I think players like um, well, well Cottrell. Cottrell, mm. I think he's had a really good year, mm. and and at stages perhaps last year, or if you had have asked me, or Kex had have asked me at the start of the year, do you think Cottrell's going to be there at the end of the year? I might have sort of said, oh, I'm not quite sure, not quite sure. But players like himself, look, Durden, you know, you've got Owies. These are just, I think they're they're role players to a degree, um, maybe to a lesser degree. O'Brien, he was a higher draft pick, and I guess where you get picked, you know, people tend to sort of expect more from you, which is probably not exactly uh, the right thing to be to be doing. Um, and then, no, well, there's a weighting that comes with that. I mean, you know, that, that's just yeah. – you, you take someone as a, in a first round and you, you, you expect, expect first-round yeah, productivity. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and we've when we were doing the show, we would often, um, I guess, criticise our footy club for maybe not being very good at developing the talent that it brought through the door. Mm. That we left a few talented players um, unfinished yeah, yeah. and undeveloped, and the one well, the one thing about the footy club, and this goes very much to the entire coaching staff and probably a couple of coaches we don't even really know uh, much about, but I think they are getting more out of more players uh, now than they probably did. When did we start doing the pod? Five or six years ago. Yeah. So well, maybe they're definitely, definitely getting yeah. more out of more players now. Yeah. Than they did back then. Yep. I think that's a fair. I think that's a fair call. I think it is. I think it is. And and whether that's system based or structure or just player development, a better player development with Luke Power being there and Daniel O'Keefe mm. and and those those types. I'm not quite sure. It's a com- combination of everything, I guess. Um, but you know, if you can if you can make your players believe, then you know you're halfway there. Hmm. Um, so that you know, I think that's the that's what I see. I mean, on the negative side of things, um, well, there's not a huge amount of negatives to be honest with you. I think they're still trying to find the balance between talls and smalls at both ends of the ground. What mm-hmm. exactly works? Um, I don't really think they've got the ruck situation, or they're not. That's still trial and error with what combination. Well, it's worth g- pausing on that just for a okay, minute because yeah, that's the here and now, right? So yeah. we need to get that. Um, I don't know how many people watched the game from Casey on the weekend, but it was terrible conditions, windy mm. and rainy, and it's hard to assess big fellas in those conditions. But he whacked away, Tommy, but he looks he just looks tired to me. Mm. And the Silvani pit net for the here and now, in, and we're playing finals footy, let's be honest, this is another final coming up on Sunday. You know, we want you want blokes who who can physically cop, you know, a beating. Don't just rely on your natural talent. And DeConing will become more than he is as every year goes by because he's so naturally gifted, um, and he's still so young to be doing what he's doing. But the do we all agree that the Pitnet Silvani combination is the combination that we should take? You know through the final, if we get into a finals campaign. I don't, think, I don't think we've got much choice no. with what's left, really. Um, Do you reckon yeah. DeConing's done for the season? Oh, he looked he looked a bit beat up and and worn out to me. I love the kid, by the way. Yeah, this I, is not a pot. I'm not no, knocking not him all. in the slightest. What he's know. actually shouldered for most of this season yep. has been incredible. I mean, he his level of performance through the second half of the season up until the last two or three weeks... Mm. where I think he just fell off the cliff, has been 
nothing short of a miracle to me. I agree. Right? For a kid his age, mm. and he's got a heart as big as himself. Yep. He's, he's, he's literally a far lap bloody uh, <laughs> uh, ripoff. Um, but, yeah, uh, I'll... I'll you, you keep going on that subject if you wanted to add anything. No, no, you chuck oh, one. Oh, the only thing I was going to add is that um, uh, through the fact of um, some midfielders being out at the moment, the three that we mentioned, um, Setterfield came in. I thought he was pretty good on the weekend. Oh, I agree. I, um, I actually thought I, I'd almost given up on Setters as a disappointment, possibly oh, might not be good enough. I've still got him as a disappointment. When we talk about I'm, disappointments, given, but he, he, he showed something on the weekend. He's given himself a lifeline yeah, with that yes, performance. Yes. He, he he played a different role on um, Oliver. On Oliver, yeah. Not only did he keep him quiet, but he also got enough of the ball to influence the game yeah. to a degree. I think the follow up performance this week is is big on him. Gigantic, huge, mate. He has another huge. opportunity to actually show us what he's got. Oh, spot on, mate. He's spot got on. A, he's got to back it up. Yep. And the respect he can get back in return yep. is is enormous for him. Yep, absolutely. So, so Setterfield comes into that midfield and, mm. and does a reasonable job on the weekend. We tried Doherty, and I think Doherty it was. Worked. I think Doherty was in our top three on no, the weekend. Worked. No, it worked. Yeah. So, and Fisher's now rotating through there as well. And I think I saw a couple others go through there. Well, they were not not much, but I think Durden and I think Cottrell attended centre bounces. Had a, had a uh, and sorry, sorry, and Stocker had a little taste of it as well when he was following Petrarca. So what the coaches then gain out of all of this is that when those three are back, the three that aren't there, we can still we can still play a merry go round in there and keep players fresh. Hmm. So would you do you see do you see do you see where I'm going with that if going I, forward? If I was no going to have that. any criticism of the coaching this year, and, and it, it was the same criticism I would have had in previous coaching regimes, mm. they've been too late to react to momentum changes, especially in midfield, because we're very hot and very cold in that area sometimes. We're very, we're very pro-Crips uh, and, to a lesser degree, Walsh when he's in there. Because they're the most influential players in that midfield role. But if if Cripps is getting tagged out of the game, then get that get him out of there and rotate these guys we've just mentioned through there and just try and spark a difference. So I have got that down as a negative, but I can see it turning into a positive. Oh, there's no doubt about that. There's so out, that start when when we were humming early in the season. And it was the all the big blokes in there, the big strong blokes in there, and we we're just ping, 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 and we're out. We right? might have caught a few sides oh, by we, surprise. We probably did, and they woke up to us. And and it's a, we're a team that are is very much built on on clearance dominance. So once that was taken away from us as a as a dominant um, aspect of what we could produce, then we did hit a flat spot. You know, we hit a couple of injuries and. So I think we do need, and I think we, so to your point, Gex, and a couple of the names that you mentioned just in your um, spiel then, Baz, they are, there's a couple of points of difference in there. Like, like Fisher is a point of difference in there. Doherty is a point of difference in there. Um, they're a bit lighter ball on ma- their feet. On, one of them is a ball magnet. Well, and they're a bit lighter on their feet. And I'm the last person, I, I don't know whether I am, I am still a believer in David Cunningham. And, oh, no doubt. And, and he is... Tantalising. He's the player. So forget about forget about Zach Williams and yeah, you because know, I think we know what Zach is and he's a high and he was. I think Zach Williams 
was going. He had a couple of, but I think Zach Williams' first seven or eight games, however many he played before he got injured, I think he played some really good footy. I think, okay. I think he, there were a couple of games where he wasn't so great, but there were a couple of games where I thought, oh, yeah, no, no, get, get some but, continuity in this But I think we know where his spot I, is. I think we do, right? And he can go in there and do a bit of that if we need him if to. need be. But Cunningham's the one. I truly still believe this. I think he's a thoroughbred, and I still think he's the point of difference. He's explosive. He's got X Factor. He's just got to play. And we, we were saying this when we were together. Jeez, we yeah. were. So nothing's really we're, changed we're with him. We're crying out for ball users. And the, and the people who can actually see the game in front of them mm. and hit that target. Yep. They can see the space in front of a player and put it in front of them. We don't have enough of them. No, no. We, we, probably, we probably don't. They're the but players we've... that we are missing. Like, to, to make us more complete, uh, not, not to say we'd be a finished product by any means, but the wings that we're playing this year mm. are the two missing midfielders that would complete a more cohesive transitional team that we're missing at the moment, as far as I'm concerned. I know guys like Cotterall, Nunes, whoever have been playing those positions mm. – they're still like Nunes has been around long enough to know what he's going to give you. Cotterell is a developing player, has played minimal games. But if you have established wingmen who can transition the ball and use it when they get it, you're adding to the midfield group. No doubt. And no doubt. It's the outside game that we are now stalling on because we don't have players who can kick the ball. What do you authority. think about O'Brien then, Gex? I mean, like, is he one of those that. Yeah, you can see him when he ball in hand. He can produce a nice forty meter kick, but he can produce the howlers as well. Mm. So I he mean, does, I, I can sense his, you're not. Quite, yeah. We're not quite sold there, are we? Are we? I don't think you can afford footballers in this modern age who are Pure. only outside outside uncontested footballers. Uh, there's a few of them around. I, I mean, know there are. No, there's a few you of them might around. Be able the, to the, the old, one tra- the if, old. Yeah, I think the old traditional wingman has actually come. The bloke who just posts himself out there as the outlet player and the and the in between the arc sort of gut runner. That's where. But there was the goal that we all talked about that he kicked, or not the goal, but um, that he created where he chipped it in board. I think it was to against Brisbane when we were coming back and he chipped it into someone. Owies and maybe Owies missed the set shot. I don't know. But but the gut running from O'Brien in that instance he definitely was. Can run. Was oh. was impressive. He's done, and, and I'd like to know. No issue there. The one thing about him is is he's in a much better he's in much better nick now, mm. in, as a potential AFL footballer than he was twelve months oh, yeah. ago. He in trim, my he, mind, he right? trimmed down. Yep, he trimmed down, which helped his running. Andy. I, I'd like to know um, how many players in our team take on the kicks that he takes on, and whether whether the turnovers are exacerbated a bit because he does sometimes he does try and hit the the, the threading, threading ball sort of inside the corridor. One thing I wish he'd do more of, and he had a chance on Saturday night. Mate, you are such a beautiful kick. When you're in space and you're 50 out, fucking kick the goal, mate. Have a shot. Oh, he had yeah. that one on the members' side going. I've it, just kicked, few, mate, like, and he tried field, to. Set a fielding at the gap. Oh, the gap was terrible. It was broke me heart. Just, just on, kick. Girl. Back yeah, yourself, yeah, boys. Absolutely. Back yourself. And, the, and that's so, the next. That's what the Petrarcas and the Neils and the. That's what the top shelfers do. They do it once, and they go, oh, shit, that felt all right, and they do it again and mm. again and again. And they don't kick them all the time, but they never back off. Just back to Lockie and, and his type of player. I mean, 
It's really interesting when selecting teams for certain games, and and one game and one week isn't the same to the next. So take, for example, the Adelaide and the Gold Coast game earlier in the year. You're playing in conditions where it's 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 um, slippery most times, and it becomes a completely contested game of football. Adelaide turned their home game into a completely contested game of football. Yeah, they surrounded our midfield group with extra numbers. We were awful. It, the ball's just spitting out all night. No, we, and horrible. It was, we defended horribly. In my that opinion, night. You, you should be able to see that type of thing before you're selecting the team. And there are certain people who aren't suited to those Mm. conditions. They're not going to get many possessions. They're not going to be effective. They might have, you know, they might have two or three opportunities for the night to actually use their strength. So I think we, we either get smarter with selection or we, we just, is it fair to say we've been a bit hamstrung this year? Like the injury, and we'll talk about the injury list in a minute. What I'm trying to say is though, if you have, okay form leading up to a game that you're not suited in, sometimes I think you have to be a bit harder with your selection, mm. you know. At same thing with, with taking two Ruckman into a game like no, that. Yeah, you know? we, like yeah. you, you've got to really be hard and thoughtful about the type of personnel you take into a game mm. because you're, you're playing two or three men short if you're not smart. No, that's true. I don't disagree with that. But no, I think that's. I think that's right. So if you've got if you've got a full list, I think you can be a little bit more experimental with. And same with midfielders. Have they have the courage Mm. to give guys a rest? Mm, No doubt. Even if it's to the detriment of the team, it's not hurting Geelong. You get a twenty-three round season. You Mm. can't play everyone every week. No, that's no, no, that's dead right. So just um, moving on to general thoughts about your overview of the year thus far. And I know we've got one game to go. But do you have any um, general positives on the year thus far that you can pinpoint and they can be a small point or long point, whatever, any positives or negatives with the year thus far? I mean, I've written down a few. Well, go on, you go first. Oh, look, I think that I think we'd all agree that there was a time there where I think we conceded five and six goals in a row, 33 out of 50 yep. games. Yep. So I think that's kind of not really there this year. Moderated that, but yep. yep. Uh, On that subject, yep, yep. we got incredibly lucky with picking up Lewis Young. <laughs> I don't think that was luck. <laughs> we, the, bloke, but the, the bloke had brought him to the I club. don't think anyone realised when we got him how valuable he would end well, up being. Us as supporters, Gex. Us as supporters. Because I'll tell you what, the recruiter knew exactly what he was getting. Nick Austin knew exactly what he was getting, mate. I mean, losing Liam Jones mm. pre-season mm. could have had diabolical consequences on this team. Well, what what he was able to do in the absence of Jacob Wiedering yep. was incredible, beyond belief, yep. actually. Absolutely. So he held that back line together. Any expectations of what he might bring, multiply that by two, three, four times. He has exceeded expectations So he's an, he's, a, he's, he's, he's an intro, another introverted kid, yeah. and he doesn't I get that. outwardly believe. No, no. So we've got to somehow get in his head. Yeah, yeah. There was a moment late in the game on Saturday night where he just – he could have stayed on the ground and taken a chess mark. He flew 3v1, mm. ball hit him on the head, went out of bounds, and it was all just a bit – it all got a bit too crazy. And it was getting crazy for everyone. everyone right? It wasn't yeah. just him. But I, he's a kid. He's a baby, mate. Like yeah. He's 20. He's got a lot of upside. I don't know if it's, uh, if it's a coaching thing or whether it's an instruction or a, or a habit, habit thing now with him, but he's he's become too – 
spoiler-centric. Um, I mean, he, he, has, he has got an incredibly good overhead mark, yeah, no, intercept he, mark. He took a few the other it, night. It's come off the boil in the second half. I, I think he's got to back himself when he gets the chance a little bit Well, more. he set a record on Saturday night. I'm not for sure spoils. if you know, yeah. for spoils. 24 spoils yeah. is an AFL record. But, look, regardless, but he took about eight or nine oh, intercept no, marks the other night. I actually had him, for me personally... He was my three voter on yeah, the night. I thought it was great. Um, the, uh, the next one was um, uh, only one team scored over 100 points against us this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Brisbane the other week. Um, I think it's a step in the right direction. Uh, midfield highly competitive. In 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 in, a, in an era where we've been bereft of midfielders, now with we've talked about the four or five that go through there now. I think. Um, I think. They're a competitive year, midfield. They've, they've got back and helped more than they ever have. Oh, this year mate, that, that's that is that is the system that Voss has brought in. That unfortunately, the previous coach did not want to address. I think it also reflects, he didn't want to address that at all. It also reflects some of the who players we've got that in left, there. Yeah, fair enough. Left from, uh, that were out. Oh, from the squad yeah, from okay. Last well, year. let's not go there. Yeah. So yeah, Kennedy, Hewitt, Chera, Fisher. There's the ones we're talking about. The win loss. We're up to twelve wins. We haven't been to 12 wins for, I, I don't know, the last time we got to double figures, to be honest. It'd have to be, I'm not quite sure when it was. It'd have to be 10 years. But we've got to 12 wins at this stage. Uh, percentage, Andy, it was one of your, yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember one of your things were, you know, I'm looking at percentage. Well, we're up to 109%. It's, again, first time we've been up around over 100 for many years. Uh, the feeling that we're in most games have you had that feeling generally that we're in most games? Yeah, more often than not, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Rather than last year, the second half of last year, I can recall sitting there just watching games being numb. Our person, numb. The completely person, just yeah. not Sometimes a, within the first 10 minutes, you know. Yeah. You know. The yeah. personality of our performance before you keep going, yep. just on that, has kind of changed in the course of the season. Sorry? The, the personality of our our performance. like. Yep. We were, at the start of the year, and I've done nothing on this, so I could be barking mad, but at the start of the year, we kind of relied on blistering sort of 30-minute, the Sydney game, yeah, the Hawthorne game, where we blew teams off the park. They just could not go with us. Mm. And we'd put eight goals, nine goals on teams, and yeah. we just – and then suddenly the momentum shifted. And I wasn't the run-ons that we, you know, couldn't stop back in. But we – but that we relied on that to ha- set up victories. Mm. And in the second half of the year, we lost a bit of that. We lost a bit of the... I think and then it, it reflects becoming, oh, the midfield. Like we had quick clearance. Yeah, quick prob- it's probably true. It's probably right. It suited yeah. our forwards. Yeah, yeah it's probably right. We got right. the one-on-ones. Mm. Mm. That's Just, probably right. And then once the injuries hit, we had to resort to different styles. Yeah, it's probably fair call. Yep. Yep. Um, I think we've become a really good contested team. Um, that's pretty obvious, I think. No one disagrees there. Mm. Um and this this is one that probably doesn't reflect on the team itself, but for me, seeing fans walk to games with smiles on their faces and during the games with smiles on their faces and not leaving the games at halftime, three-quarter time and halfway through the last, it, it gives you a lift. It gives you oh, a lift, no, yeah. a real lift. I mean, the, I love the that. The Roar was back too. Oh, no. the Carlton Roar's been back all year. And stop, our fans are unbelievable. Yeah. Can we just stop the sad wolf? It's just embarrassing. I mean, the idea of it's okay, but 
It's just it's not working. He's don't wolf him when he's kicking it fifteen meters sideways. Yeah, side like, just stop it. Uh, but, yeah. but the rest of what you just said, yeah, uh, look, a general no, energy. We're big the, again. The general we're, big, ener- we're big again. <laughs> I think the general energy and that next man up mentality has been uh, such a relief for those players who come in that you're not just making up numbers, boys. Like you're there for a reason. You know, mm. if you're on our list, if you're on our list, right. I'm going to need you at some stage. Be ready to play. You play well. You stay. So they're the positives. Mm. Anything to add out of any of that? Or? Oh, I feel like our list. My big positive before you go is, is simply. I feel like our list is deeper. I feel like the list is deeper now than um, than it has been in recent times. And and you know, there's kids like um, we haven't seen much of them. You know, Motlop. I think Durden's going to be a player. I think Jack Carroll will develop into a player. Um, I think Jordan Boyd's. I, I didn't. I had no. I had real, really no expectations on Boyd, but uh, before he, he got injured, at the worst time for that kid, yeah, I agree. He was really starting to find He's his got and, massive and he, upside, and he can kick the footy. Yes, he's a beautiful yes. kick of the footy, penetrating. Um, kick. I feel like we just found a couple of players, and um, you know, when we get, you know, when if we get our injury list under control. Um, these players can just be they can be they can flourish under a team that's just got, the, just know. extending what you're saying uh Andy this is the exciting in my mind too just a, agreeing with what you're saying Kemp Motlop, yep. Durden Boyd Honey Stocker Cotterell Carroll Young TDK uh and even Murkov and, and Aqui I, I like them both I like him. The Ruckman's got a real chance, by the way. We're talking about 12 real players chance. there who have played a handful of mm, games. Mm. They're, they're upside. They're going to they're gonna be varying sort of upsides to those guys as to how far they can go. Yep. But there is an amazing amount of excitement as what they can bring to the team. Like, all of those guys have different attributes. Mm. If they're developed the right way, and I have great faith in O'Keefe, in the in the no, VFL, I couldn't agree with you more. I think he's a fantastic um, developer. Uh, I love everything he's he's doing. He, he mirrors the systems that we're trying to to play in in the senior team, and I think he gives really good feedback to his players and and sort of lets them know exactly where they are and what they need to do to improve. Those blokes that I mentioned, twelve of them, they're almost unknowns at this stage mm. of their careers, mm. but. Their ability to take us to the next level, I think, is really exciting. No, I agree with that. I think there's there's three or four blokes. Like if a team came in from Tasmania, uh, so we're looking for to fill another list. There's three or four blokes who aren't on our list mm. who are running around in our seconds. And, I, and there's probably this is probably applies for six or seven teams above us on the ladder. But a couple, there's a couple of players who I reckon would hold their own more than capably on an AFL list if called up to play an AFL game next week uh, on our in our in our two. So I, I agree with you. I think the system wor- is working um, and there is correlation and um, yeah it's it's exciting. I think Murkov's there's something about the kid. Mm. I, I, there's something about he's got a bit of a bit of shit about him. His tap work for a bloke who has played no football is is exquisite it's got a bit at of times. Harry Madden about him, I reckon. The first week, a bit more skill actually. But. The worst week of the year for them, the twos was the Frankston game. Mm. Uh, just about the first half. That the first half of that game, 
dominant. Like that, the big bloke was, I'm sure he played in that game. I hope I'm not getting my games mixed up, but there's a bit to like about him. He hurt his knee on the weekend too. Twice he's done it, Gex. Yeah, right. Two or three times he's hurt his knee this year. I didn't hear what the He needs to get was. stronger. Uh, it was, I think it's stitches or something. He needs to get stronger. Oh, and he's, he's, a, he's nothing. He yeah, needs yeah. to build oh, up. And, absolutely. So, so there's a bit, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I, there's a lot, there's a bit to like, you know. And we haven't seen, still on our list, we haven't seen the best of Mitch McGovern. It's coming. We haven't seen the best of Jack Martin. Hopefully it's coming. We haven't seen the best of Zach Williams. And hopefully we get it. Those three blokes, and it's the big if, and it's Chuck Cunningham in for good news. This goes to the great lament, I think, for all of us this year. Um, well, maybe not the great, but but we just can't get these guys on the on the park often enough. And uh, I'm sure it's... This is the knife's edge, isn't it? It's the difference, Is, is it going to go one side or the other for us with these blokes? This makes all the difference. This makes all the difference. We've never had full seasons out of any. They of had them. no one. They had McDonald out the other night, and it took them the last kick to beat us. Geelong's had no one out all year. They're sitting on top of the ladder. This makes Sydney, all the difference. Sydney, they've had no one out. They're second on the ladder. It, mm. it, this it, is the this is the difference maker. So we got to get our good players fit. I don't know, and I don't or, know. Or we have to make a call on. Well, them. that's right. And they maybe like, back in the old days, there's a, such a maybe. They're, maybe some of them are Crocs. Is there any way of finding know. out what the future lies with these people? Well, how would you know? <laughs> because I'd love to know. Well, someone yeah. knows. Can they? If someone does so, know. Can they let, let the right us know? Right thing by all of us. So everything that you've just said leads to the point that the year that we've had, given the injury list that we have, and to the personnel. It just it just accentuates the fact that like this year's been a pretty good year for oh, us. Oh, I've got not no no no. This is see we're going to be we will be let's say we miss right. Yeah, you take, can see, take that take you, that you, angle. You can see it right. Yeah. You know what's coming. Yeah. Eight and two. You're a joke. Carlton missed. Laughing yeah. stock. Take the piss. Right. Yeah. You know we know what's coming if we miss. Right. So we know what's coming. The dust will settle. The dust will settle, and. Uh, People who are and Carl, there'll be Carlton supporters amongst those potness louder than anyone else, and that's okay. We know who they are. We know who you are. There's a couple who are uh, have toxic, absolutely, and they and they like having a. You probably know who they are better than me because you're very much. I'm not going to mention names, but you're very much involved with the sort of social media, the Twitter Carlton community more than we are. But there's a couple of them who have handled themselves, read the men's and women's program, disgracefully as supporters, disgracefully. And you call yourself a supporter. You're not a supporter. Mm. You're a cheap seat critic. And it makes you feel better. Fine, no problems. I don't give a stuff what your agendas are. That's yours to – but if you're a supporter of the footy club, don't mean you can't be critical. Just don't be an asshole. Mm. Don't be malicious. Be a human being. Yeah, it's that's it. That's all you've got to be. Just be that. Um so getting back to the point before I – if we miss, the dust will settle and I will be quite content with where we are. I'm, ha- I'm happy with that. Yep. I'm happy with that. Uh, I don't that, want to miss. I want to play a final. That's obvious. What? That's obvious. We all do. That's obvious. But the point is if you don't and you assess what we've just said, the positives, plenty of positive. I don't have a lot of negatives to be – Keep going. With... You keep going. You bowl them up because you're, you're triggering things. Well, 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 then, well. I've got, well. That's all the positives, and and you guys have added a few. Uh, the negatives. Um, well, the negatives were the the injury toll, but then 
that negative turned into a positive because we adopted the next man up mm. and we found a few. We found a few little we, – we found some players that were prepared to dig in mm. when the chips are down. And whether they've cemented their spot going forward, like there's always going to be injuries. So the injury toll, yep, negative, but the negative turned into a positive, mm. I think. Mm. Um, look, to be honest with you, other other negatives, I'm probably nitpicking here, to be honest, because something Gex used to talk about was um, mids to forward connection. Are you happy mm. with that at the moment or that can improve Still dramatically? Still not enough or? movement. I mean – you see the good sides, they'll make a space in the forward pocket and, and the forwards will lead into that and they'll mm. get an easy hit-up lead. And we don't, you, Do you feel that we work a little bit too hard for our goals? I don't know. Again, is I... That, is that, would that be... Se- right? Second half of the year, I reckon we I never it. know yeah. if it's instruction or, or just is the it psychology of the team. We're a very high-possession uh, high team. I think we're one or two in the league for high possession, for possessing the ball. Mm. And when you look at the scores that we kick, whether they're, well, I don't know what we average. We're number one, disposals per game. Yeah, but but scores per disposal, mm. we'd probably, so mm. does that need tweaking? Uh, Andy, you probably are a better student of the game when it comes to. Oh, no, the guru looks at this or stuff. Or gets yourself. Yeah, but both of you two, not so much myself, because when I talk about, when I talk about, the forwards to mid connection, what can we do better? It, it's, to me, it, it comes back to what we were doing well at the start of the year. We had a very strong uh, midfield group. We would win clearance. We'd run forward very quickly with it. Quick entries in the 50s gave our forwards a chance one-on-one. Are you talking uh, so, centre bounce clearance? Yeah. Well, Take well, that most, out. A lot Take of that out. I want I'm, to just see... saying, I'm just saying that's, yeah. that's what we were really good at and yep. that's what we took advantage okay. of. Okay. To evolve from that, mm. we need to actually learn how to transition the ball properly. And to do that, we need better foot skills and better running patterns to allow those foot skills to, you know, be continuous all the way down the ground. Go quicker, better ball movement, I uh, think I'd, take risks. Is that... Yeah. Uh, the, pro- any... the problem is in our, our back line as it stands now, we have some very conservative-minded backmen. We don't have Newman anymore who could kick a ball. We don't have Boyd who could kick a ball. Now it's Weedering and Young. Sard's the only one, and they all know that they've got, yeah, they a, sweat they've got a sweat on him. Mm. So these G- guys. Gov? McGovern's Govan, a beautiful kid. McGovern is yep. a shining light, yep. thank God. He's probably our best kid. Hopefully he stands yep. up. Yep. Um, but guys like Weedering and Young, they're, they're risk adverse. Mm. They don't want to do anything more than their 15, 20 metre little. That's okay. Chip I, out. No, no, no. I think you've got to, I think you've horses for courses. I don't think Lewis Young. I don't want them I, to I be better it. than I, that. I, I I'm just yeah, saying yeah. we're restricted because yeah. that's the way they play. But yeah. You know, you just got to, yeah, you got to surround them with, an, with enough of the other type. Um, if, 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 if around, if around those, if say we had, Say the three talls were Weedering, Marchbank, and Young. You just got to surround them. You've got to be lucky with injury again. But if you're surrounding them with um, Saad, Boyd, and Newman, mm. and maybe one of the mids sort of drops back to help out, there's enough talent from, from no, in terms I, of a I kicking agree. perspective to uh, get you out of trouble. But unfortunately, going into this week, yeah, there's it a few gives of the opposition a lot yeah. of opportunity to restrict us. Yeah, you know? so so that's where the Melbourne game for me was um, was really admirable because we weren't we weren't able to throw our best punch at Melbourne in terms of what we can what we think we can do if we're 
close to full strength. We weren't able to, but we cobbled together mm. um, a, a mindset more than a game plan, but probably probably both, that was competitive against one of the premier sides in the competition. Playing, by the way, we reckon we had a bit on the line. So did they. They want to finish top four. They had to win that game of 40. Well, they've got they to win this week chance. to finish yeah, top right. four as well. They've got no chance. If, they, if we beat them, they're, they're cooked. So, no, yeah. I, I agree know. with all that. But it, it, what, what's interesting is going from last week to this week, you've got two different sets of situations here. You've got, you've got Melbourne who are, number one, they back themselves. They're the number one or two rated team in the comp. They don't have to worry about opposition as much. They don't put a lot of time into restricting the opposition because they back themselves, right? Yeah, yep. And they're predominantly a contested football team as well. So they'll say, our contested football game will beat your contested football game. We'll just back ourselves. Going into this game, we've got a different kettle of fish. We've got Collingwood. It's not a night game. It's a day game. It might be wet. Maybe the wet will help us in this situation. I don't know. But Collingwood are more of a ball-moving team. No doubt. They will shift the angles and they will open spaces and they will try and move the ball up and down the ground, which it's not our it's not our area of No, they, they just come at you hard. Okay, yeah. so last time we played them, that's how they played against us and they, they dominated mm, the game. Mm, mm. We were in it for some reason. I don't even know how. No. They didn't kick accurately. It would have been a pinch. Uh, so this is the problem. You, you can say we played well last week, but – our game style was suited to the way Melbourne played and they let us have our strengths and match it against theirs. This week, Collingwood can sort of pick our strengths and try and counter them a little bit more. And we have to think a bit more about how we counter their style of football, mm. which is it's a different game of football altogether. So I'm a little bit worried on that side of things. But by the same token... I think Collingwood have started have started sort of diminishing some of their strengths, and I think they've got a few injury worries that might help us even up the game a bit. Well, the go is huge, obviously, in terms of but but you know, like I think if we bring so so I take your point, you know, different opponent, different requirements. We can be we definitely have a team that has the manpower. To beat Collingwood, we've we, got to play we, to our strengths. Yeah, we do, and we've got to get we've got to get our two big boys in the game earlier. We've got to get him in the game earlier. We've got to get Harry and Charlie in the game a bit earlier. Get them feeling good about themselves because what they'll do, what they do, they do play a very offensive. Start, they take offensive starting positions. Moore and Howe in particular will give us looks. Yes, they will give us. They looks. give you a chance. So if we get the balls into, the, if we get balls into the hands of the right people going forward, um, then they've just got, and and that can be, you know, we go through it. But but Stocker can use it the right way. O'Brien can use it the right way. Um, pick two or three others. I'm stuck. Dockety, but Dockety, up, yeah, fi- when you see, if you see one of our blokes off their bloke, off more or how. By or um, the other bloke who's down there, Murphy. If you see him off, often by five steps, fucking kick it to him. G- give our blokes a chance one out against those guys uh, I, I with think... with two advantage. So kicking it to advantage this week is going to be critical if the conditions allow footy to be played that way. And let Charlie and Harry 
go to work this week. Let, let, there I, are, I actually think Jack Martin might be the man. This well, he, there were, the, pos, the signs from him on the weekend were extraordinarily positive. I think he's the Jack in the box. I think he might be the one. <laughs> I think he was really good again. He was he pardon played the, the right pun. he played the, the right he played footy the right way the other night. Yeah, pardon the pun. Yeah, Jack yeah. in the box, of course. Gex always comes out with him ones. He's no, I love it. I love it. I love, it. I love it. I love it. I love I love it all. There was only one other disappointing or uh, negative that I can come up with. You guys might have more negatives. It was there was a, a the negative for me was um or uh, the Adelaide loss was yeah. really a big negative and really disappointing. Um, I felt we had our heads up our asses that day. I felt like um, a team that put pressure on us. I felt that the week before we got away with one a little bit against the Giants and even against the Eagles that they dropped their pressure a little bit. We pounced, as you guys have alluded to, when we when you allow Carlton to play, they'll play mm. and they'll put it on the scoreboard. Yep, yep. They were waiting for that against Adelaide. Adelaide said, nah, yep. no, nah, we're, no, we're going four quarters here. You want to win this one, you've got to earn it. And we didn't earn it. We didn't do well enough. And they pulled our pants down yep. as far as I'm concerned. That then leads to the next negative, the embarrassment when we went up to Brisbane. It was embarrassing, absolutely embarrassing, apart from the last quarter, whatever. But those first three quarters, I think the three of us were, were uh, sharing um, messages. And I think... We used the word embarrassing. I don't know how many times we no, used it. No, it was terrible. It was shit house, right? Yep, yep. Now, last week, you redeem yourself to a certain point, but you still lose the four points, which mattered. So there's three in a row we've lost, three in a row. And we had gone win-loss, 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 and, you know, and where we were, 8-2, 10-4, whatever we were. Mm. So, and then you come up against a side who's trying to play, well, they're, they're going to play finals, but they could have a top four spot if they win. And we have to win to play finals. If you, excuse me, if, if we lose that game, then the negative for me and the real disappointment is that we finished the year with four losses. So that's, that's to me, obviously a, a big negative. That's and, cool. um, and, and, and I wouldn't like to end the year in that, no. in that manner. So that's the last basic negative I've got for the year, if, mm. it, if it turns out oh, that this, way. That, it, it's big for all of those reasons. Mm. We, have to, we have to finish on a positive because we've done this before. We've done this in previous seasons, just bottomed out, and it's not good enough. Mm. You just can't, you can't play to the psychology of the past every year. Because it, it feeds into yeah, your no, psyche. No, yeah, well, nothing means anything. Nothing's yeah. guaranteed. Just because you do something one year, nothing doesn't mean that there's going to be a linear improvement the next year. It doesn't, it it doesn't actually work that hurt, way. It would hurt me more this year than any other because I feel like we've I've listed about a dozen positives and I can only list two or three negatives. In years gone by, I would have listed 20 negatives and two or three positives. Yep. Mm. So it's the wheels turned, mm. but we can still find ourselves not playing finals. No, that's true. And yeah. and we will have to cop. It'll be a horrible week. It'll be it'll oh, be a horrible sure. twenty four yeah. hours and oh. it'll be a terrible week. Well, I'll and be we in jail all, anyway. You'll have to bail me out. We all know what we all know what'll be coming and, and uh it'll be it'll be hard to cop and yeah, uh absolutely. That's that's cop what you cop. Yeah. Uh just a, a, a do you have any Thoughts on any players you want to bring up the seasons that they've had, or on a positive or on a negative level? I've just got four players, two in particular, 
for obvious reasons, very obvious reasons. I'll bring up two players. Uh, Doc's one. That's a remarkable story. Right. I know that both years will elaborate. No, we don't need to. It's every culture. Just say so Sam, Sam Doherty. No. Miracle one, miracle two. You are just remarkable. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. And the other one that I'll give a huge amount of credit to is Charlie Kerno. Has to be. Has to be. Miracle one yeah. and miracle two. Well, well, they're the two I wanted to bring up. And look, I will go a little bit further and say that we've already talked about him a little bit is um, Lewis Young. I think he's been fantastic. Hewitt was a great acquisition for our footy club. I think he would have been, gee, I reckon he would have been close to top three BNF until he got injured. Would you think that? Oh, he's in. He'll, very he'll poll a lot of votes. Yep. Yeah, uh, and yep. and I've actually liked the way that, um, sorry, not Sam, uh, Corey Durden's held his spot in that side. And I know he's not a huge goal kicker, but he's held his spot. There's a reason why he's held his spot. And um, so they're the five that I uh, want to give some plaudence to mm. this year. Uh, without. Oh, I love the kid. I love him. He reminds me of a young Brent Harvey. Mm. He's yeah, you've said that a few times. Does, so you think in time he might be able to stature. run through the midfield? Yeah, I think. Well, I don't know what his tank's like, but I would be. I, think, I would I be. Think, I, think, I think it'll be all right. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he if he gets up the ground a bit more in the future. And um, any other players? Oh, can I, I just want to. I want to sing the praises of Jack Silvani. Okay. I mean, when yep. we were, you know, when when we started doing this show, probably he and. Um, Levi Casbolt were probably the two players who copped as much, you know, as any scrutiny, I guess, as much as, as any other Carlton's players, you know, uh, inter- externally and internally. Maybe uh, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, Levi's had a fantastic year at the Gold Coast Suns, and good on him. Um, but the kid's been—he's not a kid. He's a—he's a mature. He's a mature man now. But he's just—he's um, a. He's a fascinating player. He's so much more than the sum of his numbers, Silvani. Like he's for us, he's a, um, and I, it's not. I don't want to go into the heart and soul cliche because that's all a bit. It's a bit really kind of nonsense, really, because they're all trying their hardest. But he's been really important for us this year at times. Andy, I reckon he'll do really, anything yeah, for you. Really important. And is he your classic? Old style utility. Well, well, he is. Probably a little bit more than that. And he may have been He'll able play to be anywhere used for you. He anywhere. May have, and you know what? To Gecko's point a bit earlier, I mean, he's not he's not a lace it out, hit him up, you know, reliable, magnificent user of the footy. Not a bad kick, obviously, but we probably could have been a bit more adventurous with him at times. Well, for example, the the Adelaide game, um, if the play you were saying those conditions might not have suited one or two others. Well, we probably could have used him in a slightly altered role that night. We probably could have used him on a wing. You could you could use him off a halfback flank. Um, you know, as a third up in a. I mean, the the scope is. I feel like with Jack Silvani now, you can pretty much put him in any role you need him to fill, and he'll adequately contest Absolutely. that role for you on a on any given. And he's. I can I can hardly think of a position. That you wouldn't put him in no. and he wouldn't give you something. No. I think he's become a really admirable AFL level player. What's he what's he played now? I don't know how many games. He's played twenty games this year, but I don't know how many what's he played hundred and one of No, surely he's got to hundred. Uh, I don't think he's got to Hunji. He's played ninety eight. Is that right? I would have thought he's hundred and thirty game player now. Ninety eight. So ninety eight. Well, ninety nine against Collingwood. 
He's we only, win, still and only then hundred in the first final. No, that's right. Sounds that's the good. other thing about Sounds him. He's twenty four. Yeah. He's twenty five in December, so yeah. he's still young. Yeah. Reasonably durable too, I would imagine. Yeah. I don't think he's had he's had injuries, but they haven't been. Oh, actually, he has had a few long ones. Interesting but, thing for me will be if we do get a full fit list again, where is he going to fit in? Well, he's the perfect. You see him as one of the four blokes on the bench in any game of footy anywhere. Yeah, and he's no, the no, perfect I agree player. with that. You yeah. just. But you does just pick he get him every picked week. in that? Does he get picked as a bench player mm. for the rest no, of his well, life? No, 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 not no, necessarily. No, no, is he no. a starting player? Well, so it doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't so, matter. So going yeah. forward, are we playing Pitt Net and De Coney? Yeah, it's, it's an ongoing. I got no one, idea. Isn't? I got no Again, idea. Again, I don't think you got to pick. Oh, pick I'm the worst. You got to pick. Teams. When it comes to ruckman, don't ask me. I got no idea. All I know is we need a ruckman to go with a ruckman to nullify that ruckman's influence. Well, you need if you're going to play two of them, they've got to be. One of them has to be a distinct type. One of them has to be a bloke who can is a more traditional follower. Now, Pitnet is an old-fashioned stand-up, uh, hold his ground and drop it down. That, that's what he is. Well, he's not going to take eight marks no, and have 15 no, kicks. No, although he, he won't he kick a goal start or two. of the year, before he did the PCL or whatever it was, the start of the year he was – I haven't looked at his numbers, but – he I was very influential. Yeah, he was getting more just, of the footy than he yeah, was getting yeah. since he's come back. Yeah. I think he was numbered. He was in the top three for hitouts to advantage, whatever that. And his follow-up tackling is. was very good. Yeah, too. so yeah. I think you know. So yeah. it'll be interesting to Restricted. see. Restricted. Yeah, I, I don't what, know. What they I don't do, know. What I asked that, that before. I've got no idea where they're going to go with that. No, I don't know. So um, be, you know but I think any other players, Gex, on a positive note that you wanted to mention? Oh, not really. Not really. I mean, That's about yeah. I just highlighted those ones. Uh, negatives. Now this is going to be contentious. This one. Uh, I've listed four negative players. Uh, negative. That's probably the wrong yeah, word. No, no, disappointing. Done. Disappointing. Seasons thus far. Uh, well, this one is very obvious, but it, the room might be split here. Paddy Dow. I think he's, well, he just, he's been given a couple of chances and he hasn't taken them. Okay. He might, he, look, uh, uh, he, might, he's, he might need a new environment. He might, he might. I've got no idea. He just doesn't, when he gets open space, he just doesn't kick the ball as well as you want him to kick it. I mean, I, I I don't know. I've never said a word to Paddy Dow, but I like I like everything about Paddy Dow. What I see and what I hear, and how he fits in, and how the other boys love him, and I don't know him, but um, I just wish he, when the opportunity presented itself to him, mm. he had a golden opportunity in the Brisbane game, and he he missed targets yeah. badly. I think in a way, the worst thing that could have happened to him happened when we recruited Paddy. Well, we recruited um, Hewitt and Chera. I mean. He just went down the rung. I mean, he was. Yeah, but is he good enough? Well, that's the question with Paddy, and I, I hope he is, and I want him to be. I think he's a little bit more restricted in his skill set than the other midfielders. I think he's. Oh, I want him to be possibly player. a little bit more forward oh, of the ball. From what I know, from what defensive. I hear, and I certainly won't say where it come from, but it certainly came from within the club. Um, they have huge concerns with his tank. Okay. Well, you can't play the role he needs to play and run to the level he needs to run if you can't. If you got that. So uh, the next yep. one was, uh, again, this one will be probably a little bit, or con- well, not as contentious as that one, but uh, Will Setterfield, I think he's been disappointing. I agree. And, and uh, as I said, I would have been completely 100% with you on that until I saw last week. Yeah, yeah no, you, know, you know what. Well, the reason I brought it up is that, you know, one 
what do they say? One swallow doesn't make a summer. No. So, so why I brought him up was that there's been plenty. He's played a lot of reserve football this year, and I would say he hasn't played a lot of senior football this year. Would that be? Have you, how many I, senior games he played? I Gex? think Setters Setters has tried to be reskilled in a number of areas through the year. Like he's he's when he's in the twos, he plays as a midfielder, and they try and skill him in that area now. He's 24. He's played 56 games. Played 12 this year. You know, like... He's played... Oh, has he, Andy? Yep. See, I thought... 12 senior games. Uh, he played the first well, that's six. More, well, sorry, I, he, I, I stand to be corrected. I, he, I thought he would have played less than 10. So maybe he's not as disappointing. Maybe he's been played out of position. I thought his first four or five weeks of the season were about as good as he produced. When he plays in the But ones, he got dropped then, Andy. I oh, know. Then he went so off, he went off the boy. So what so is you, it then? You finish your point on when it. He, yeah, when sorry. he plays in the ones, he's been playing as a wingman. He's not, not a winger. A, he's not a winger. Not a winger. No. So he's out of position there. He doesn't have the speed of a wingman. And he can't – he's like Paddy Dow. He can't get into that top five, six of the midfield group where he's probably more suited. But now that we've had the injuries, he comes in in a, in a new role as a follower of, a, of an opposition player and he can feed off that player. Like, if he can – if he can grow that role, which he's never really played before, so this, this week, is the unknown so this part week, of his what is he, What's the role, I you think, think? I think Nick Dacos. He I can don't do that? Care, I don't care if Nick Dacos doesn't play in the midfield. He basically just follows the ball. You know, he gets his 30, 40 touches a week. Just tell him Nick, to Nick's, play the same way he played last week. Nick's the first. No, no, the young one who um, Ryan Clark played on, on played the The first year player. Yeah, Nick. first year yeah. player. Yeah, yeah. So, so you play him off half back, but so you, he just follows. So, so you go first time, it, he could do that job. Well, they tag for the first time anyone has tried this year. They tagged him last week, and his influence who was with Ryan Clark, the former North Melbourne player, and he was his influence was was halved. Now, and that you you take that, yeah. And you? they were throwing him around. They started to chuck him forward on the ball. That position that he'd been occupying, just sweating, sitting off the contest across half back. I mean, the kid's a beautiful user, hmm. but he's been doing it on his own terms pretty much all year. He's had an unbelievable yeah, super first smart year. The way oh no, it. amazing! So yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, I thought maybe someone someone will get the role. Will the Carlton will have seen what Sydney did? Someone's going to get the job on him. So whether it's is it Nunes, this is Clark, it like, is he a Setterfield type? Oh, he's more low to the ground, but he's a midfielder who's fighting for relevance. Okay. Yeah. Um, Again, this one, again, a little bit contentious, but um, I think Liam Stock has been disappointing this year. Oh, well, I think we all would have liked to see him play more footy. Mm. They seem to have pulled the trigger on him quick a couple of times from a selection perspective. But, I, 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 again, we're all, I think we're all fans of him around here. I thought, he's, I thought he did some really important things on Saturday night. How many has he played? Stocker this uh, year, Gibbs. Stocker, let me have a quick squeeze. Yeah. It wouldn't be more than five, would it? Just it would have, it'd only be a handful this year. And I'll tell you what he's played this there year. There we go. He's played 27 games. He's played five this year. Okay. So he's 22, a 23 in January. So you would consider that a disappointing year? Well, yeah, I mean, based on... We would have been oh, the hopes. Hopes would have been high for Liam at the well, start. I think of the I season. had. I think I had him in my best twenty-two round yep, one. Yep. Yep. Me oh, too. I, I've had high expectations for Stocker ever since he's been recruited. So he's he's does got he a, does he need to lighten off, Andy? 
Well, it's it's a challenge for him because his power and strength is one of his. Yeah. That's one of his the aces in his deck, and you don't want him losing that. What look the 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 knock on stock when he was when Sauce made the play for him mm. was that he he doesn't cover the ground as well as you might need to to be an AFL level midfielder and there's there's no evidence to suggest that those concerns were off the mark mm-hmm. you know so yeah. but but that's not to suggest I don't think that he can't find a role I think yeah. he's strong and confident and he's a leader he just needs to play he just needs to play that's that's the problem for guys like Stocker isn't it because he he doesn't have an obvious position to play in that's the challenge yep and and you have to be if you this hybrid type like Jack Silvani is, it's really hard to fit into an established role in the in the side, especially when you're still a junior trying to make your mm. way in the game. So the coaches have got to be really smart with what they do with him and they, they've got to They've got to try and skill him up in the area yep. they want him. Want well, him the only him. other player I've got as disappointing um, is um, uh, Fogarty. Mm. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I haven't had – my hopes haven't been particularly high on on but, him. So, but we, we, so. I, The only reason I bring his name up is that we did uh, – we did select him. We did chase mm, him. Mm. I can't remember if it was Nick or Sauce that got him. I can't remember. No, it was before, yeah, it was the, I think it was. Was it Sauce who got him? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mm, matter. Mm. So we saw him as a player that could come to our side and fill a void, whether that was a pressure uh, small forward, whether it was someone who could go through the midfield. Um, he... I would venture to say he's played, only played about one or two games this year. Mm. So that's disappointing. I can't find any other disappointing players, to be honest, mm. no, on, on the list. Is there anyone else, Gex, that you sort uh, of come to mind? Or? Disappointing, I would only put the Williams and Martin sort of category in because, you know, we've never, never since they've been at our club, they've never been able to show us what we've paid for them, really. Yeah. Mm. Big money um, investments, and we need more. Simple as that. I would say to Jack Martin, um, you need to really dedicate yourself to the second, the, the last journey of your career. Get your body not only 100%, but 150% right. You know, there is so much potential for you to be the player everyone thinks you are, but you've got to actually dedicate yourself to be that player, you know, like calf injuries and these soft tissue injuries. It just tells me you're not, you're not, you're not building the right tank to play football these days. And I don't know. I, I well, might I, be way off the mark. No, no. Well, it actually probably leads on to the next segue and it's probably the elephant in the room. And I don't think we've touched on it. If we have, it's only because I've had two beers and I can't remember. Have we actually addressed the injury list, the whys, the hows, the wherefores. Well, how would we know? No, I, I'm asking you, Andy. No, we like, talked uh, about it routinely no, throughout look, the show, you, but I mean, no, no, how, but, would, no, how would you I'm, know? How would you know? Don't ask me. No, no. How would don't we ask know? me. No, no, and this is he, why. He, he's the high-performance coach. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell him how to do his job. Of course not. But when you have an injury list with, with such depth and it's reoccurring year after year, and I think you'd agree that Martin, Williams, uh, Gov. Mm. They're uh, the soft tissue. They're guys. the ones mm. that um, 
maybe Marchbank, maybe Cunningham. I'm not sure, but whether you can throw those in as well. But lots of people ask the question. I'm going to ask you guys well, because I have zero idea no, about not. the whole issue. Zero idea. How would you know? Like, well, I'm asking you. No, I wouldn't have a clue. You're smarter than me. How, how would I know whether and this so is you. bad management or bad luck? <laughs> I don't <laughs> A lot of them. Any of us know. No, 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 no. I'm just and then look at that. Was it, it, you know, Andy? It's been one of these things that just keep rolling out, rolling out. Andrew Russell's got one of the best reputations. We were yep. thrilled when we got into the club. Yep. So why would we doubt yep. that he doesn't know what he's doing now? So there might have been a realignment of his uh, involvement across the board after the Teague. You know, the Teague years. I think he now knows what his role is at the footy club. You know, there's been. I think Brian Cook has made sure that everybody in the joint knows where their what their lanes are, and let's all stay in them. Mm. Let's make sure you do the job you're employed to do, and not step out of your lane and get involved in areas you're not allowed, you're not welcome, or not supposed to be getting involved in. I think there's been a bit of that, um, but this bloke is very. I've got no reason to doubt that Andrew Russell knows what he's doing in terms of getting athletes. Right to perform. All right. So, so that's okay. No, no. So oh, I'm not. I've got I'm no not being reason. Smart here, mate. I'm no, not no, being smart. But, but the bottom, a, no, Baz. But yeah. the bottom line is, we look at our injury list, and it is always long. <laughs> so you've got to separate the collision, contact injuries away from the equation because they're things you can't avoid. Mm. I mean, if you're if you're doing a knee because you've landed badly, or mm. you've talk amongst yourselves for a sec. You've done a shoulder because you've copped a big whack in the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, Ank- you know, you've twisted an ankle. There's only so much you can prevent, but soft tissue injuries caused by, you know, overexertion of muscles and things like that. They're the ones that you probably need to think a bit more deeply about. I I would suggest, but. Yeah, and I think the people that do query it, uh, look, they're genuine Carlton people, Gex, they're, they're good people um, and, and they're concerned. So they, their concern is that, uh, you know, this this concern shouldn't be a concern. It should be none of their business. You know, they say, we're paying this bloke, you know, top dollar, blah, 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 and we've got all these injuries. Okay, the way you just put it, collision, take them aside. Mm. What are we left with? They might say the two or three that I mentioned, reoccurring calf with um, Martin, reoccurring with Achilles with um, Williams. We inherited both of those players, by the way, from other clubs. Yeah, we so, knew. So, they so had a history before. They had a history beforehand. So let's yeah. get one thing straight. And Gubb was the other one that had a history. He buy, wasn't exactly buy a, beware. You know what I mean? Like so, the, the, those three players in particular really frustrate people. So when they, you know. Uh, I think they're leaning towards, you know, sticking it to Jack Russell. I was privy to a conversation uh, with the president early in the week last week, and I mentioned it. What did I miss? And he actually, <laughs> he basically said, look, and he'll, look, he might be livid, livid that I actually say this on air, but he's right behind him. He said, if you know the bloke, he dots his eyes, crosses his T's, he's a professional, he's doing everything in his powers to get our players up week to week. Hmm. So he goes, I personally, and I know the club personally, doesn't have an issue with Jack Russell. No, I, I don't have an issue with no. him. So, 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 I will say one thing. Yep. Regarding uh, Cunningham, the man did his knee and was due back in the first half of this season. 
I, w- I need to know the explanation for him not playing he a game. He did have a little year. setback, didn't he? I, like there I, was... I hear these terms. Yeah, I know, back, I, know, right? I know, I know, I know. It's not good enough for me. I, I, I want to know what went wrong mm. and why. Because it, it, to me, it's ridiculous to have yeah. a whole season wasted when he's due to come back in the first half of the year. Uh, oh. You know, it just yeah. leaves me dumbfounded. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that, that's too. all I want to basically say on injuries. Can I just say one thing on plays? Uh, I, I don't know. I really don't know what happened with Tommy Williamson. Oh. Um, but I, I, can I say, I know he's ended up at North now and he's playing on their VFL. T- Tommy, good luck, mate. Absolutely. I, I, he he gave us, when we were on the bones of our ass as a footy team, that day at Docklands when he was a kid and he stood up to that GWS team that was powerful and he said, no, no, nah, no, nah, we're not we're not stepping aside for you. And he took on Stevie J that day. I saw something in that kid that I think we all thought we're gonna see something. This this kid's gonna play oh, we're a lot of footy for side. our footy club. He's I was tough. riding him for yeah. a long time, Tommy. So there's something going on. Whatever, that, whatever yeah. happens. So Tom, yeah. you know, um look after yourself. Yep. You know, but be, ha- foremost, be yeah, happy absolutely. in your life and um thanks for wearing the footy jumper yep. and, and fighting the fight for us um, when you did. You Do know? you have any overriding biggest improvement that you want to make a statement on, uh, whether it's for now or for going forward? The only thing I'll say... No, no, go on. Yep, the only thing on. I'll say is the biggest improvement I see is that you, this year has instilled my confidence back in this club. Mm, good. Um, uh, Win-based and, and, and other-based. You know, I hear the terms of... Um, They've improved the culture and environment. That instills, and you know, they've put some really good people in some good places. So that instills a lot of confidence back in this club for me, and, and where it's heading. So, and that desire to get better increasingly makes me feel better. And and the future, I, I don't necessarily, you know, I've got a crystal ball. I don't necessarily know what the future holds, but I think the future looks good. And I and I'm wrapped at you, blokes. Well, especially you, Gex, you, you read out a list there of young players there, right, that um, I probably take for granted, uh, to be honest with you. The, I think that most of them are under 21, and I've got to remember that. And and the age demographic where we lack is the 28 to 33 type player that hasn't played the, the 150, 200, 250 uh, finals experience, experience in general. Um, and, and, and I think... Um, obviously, and I don't want to rehash bad times, but I think that 2010 to 2014 draft period, um, I'm pretty sure we've hardly got a player on our list um, from that period. And look, it might be Crips. I could be wrong. But we don't have a player on the list. But if we did from 2012, they'd be now 30. Hmm. If they were 2011, they'd be 29. They'd be 28. They, we'd have those players on our list if everything went right back then. Mm. And I don't want to rehash it. But, no, no, but, but, but the, the age demographic that we have at the moment. It's a good mix. It is a good mix going mm. forward. It is. But as much as we see the future and with the list that you just mentioned and what you've said, Andy, too, about certain players, there's still many out there with this level of impatience, and it's, and that, that that's okay. That's no, it's okay. Not, no, it's not really. Well, it's not. All really. right. It's I, not I, really. The only say the only reason why I say 
you can have that le- level of impatience, but you're going to give yourself a lot of heartburn. Whereas we're all dogs here, the three of us, right? Mm. So we know what it takes. They don't hand out grand finals on a platter. They don't hand you a spot in the finals on a platter. And we, we're going to we're going to find out on Sunday, you know, how hard it is going to get that win. And the season's a long season. So you've got to work damn hard. Now, if that's year after year after year building a side Which together, it is. That's what it is. Well, Geelong built, and, and I know that they, they're they probably not a great example because now that they they, they bring in their 28, 29-year-olds and whatever, they're probably not a great example. Maybe the Sydneys, the Hawthorns over the years that have built their side together, play a lot of footy together. We don't really have that. You, you cannot say that we have a team that's been playing together for five or six years. Not a no, chance in no, hell. No, why? So please, please, and, and and it's more a statement, Andy, than anything else. People who listen to this show, if you want to listen, listen carefully. Put your ears very, very closely. <laughs> this is not an easy fix. It was never going to be an easy fix. We've got layers to add. Time is on our side with the players that Gex read out with what Andy said about some of the players. So sometimes you've got to play the long game. Your impatience is wearing people out. Yeah, there's, I mean, look, it's, it's maybe people uh, changed their expectations after the start of the season. We had, you know, no problems. Do Be yourself and do what you want to do. But, um, What you say is 100% right. Just look where we've been. 13th, 18th, 14th, 16th, 18th, 16th, 11th, 13th. That's what we've done coming into this year. So, you know, we get eight and two. What? So suddenly we're in the best two or three sides in the comp. Suddenly we're going to be winning premierships. um, And because we're not and we're hanging on by our fingernails, everything's a joke. We've got players who are busts. Uh, The whole thing's a disappointment. Where are we at? It yeah, fucking we, drives me crazy. Oh, no, well, we hear it and we see it, and then that's what goes on. So drives me mad, Gex. Yeah. Drives me mad. So it's it's. I a, hear it at the bloody football. So at we, the football, yeah, I go there, at, and you. Oh, I'm not going to say what you said about why you don't go sometimes, but um, you know, you go there to try and enjoy the football for what it is, but you've got these. Mm. Oh man, mm. please! Mm. You know, when you're at the football, have some common courtesy. There's women there. Old ladies there, young girls there, and the profanities and the and 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 the shit that they throw at our players, the same players no, every we're, week, we're no good the at same that. players every week, right? Pull your fucking heads in, seriously, yeah. it's disgraceful. So this, so the thing I like about what we're doing years ago, you get uh, your head kicked in at the footy if you if you went one of your own just quietly. Yeah, I like our method. I like what we're doing. I think we're there's there's based on what I've seen from the group. Brian Cook's come in and given us yeah. a calming Cook, Cook, I agree with that. Really calming head at the top. Oh, and and he and he and he, he he's called it out. He's told a few people a few things around the joint that they needed to hear. And uh, he's got everyone in their own yeah. departments doing their own thing. Yes. The work at Carlton um, from an infrastructure you, you perspective. Know that, yep. Um, the work at Carlton from an infrastructure perspective is outstanding. Like what these players are now going to have access to in terms of training facilities is World class. It's, get, it's been getting better. It's get the indoor training facility and what's going to sweep around there for the women is remarkable. 
Um, so they'll be they'll they'll have access to all the best um, facilities that um, an AFL player could wish to have. Um, I like the method. I like it's. I like the people. I like the fact that Hamill's back. I like Hanson. I like Voss. I like his mate um, that he got out from North, the big rugged redhead of Greaves, who's just sits alongside him and seems to be a very important person for Michael. I love Luke Power. I love Daniel O'Keefe. I think we've got a lot of good people mm. in. I've got faith in that. So, so do I. Yeah. So do I. And I'm not in a rush for it all to happen quickly. But I wouldn't have had a clue at the start of the year, just quietly. If you had have asked me, you know, people do. People did ask me the Vo- the Michael Voss appointment. What do you think, Baz? No idea. Well, how would I know? No, well, it's. Yeah, no. Yeah, what I know? It's the fourth or fifth. It's just just let the let the year with. unfold. Watch the years go by. Make your own assessments. Hey, I'll tell you what I do hey, know. How would you know? Based on uh, I don't know how many Carlton supporters remember Vossi when he was at Brisbane coaching, but he's a very different Michael Voss now. He doesn't know the name of the unknown soldier, unnamed soldier. Back then, he knew everything. Vossi was the king of the world back then. Don't worry, I know everything. Bulletproof Michael, and I can come to me and I've got all the answers because he could do it. He's a superhero as a player. And he copped a couple of knocks at the end of his coaching time. Went away, didn't give the game away, went to Port Adelaide, pulled his head in, learnt. And he's come back and he is, from what I can gather, um, he is a far more rounded uh, coach, leader of men. He's far more circumspect. Uh, He's a... I think he knows he's got some really good coaches around him. Um, he's a good delegator. I, I think we're in a good position. So, good. Yeah. you know, hey, if if we're if we're next year, if we're playing for our final survival in round twenty three, let's have a chat again, shall we? Because I reckon I will be a bit disappointed then. But this this year has been a build. We're heading in the right direction, and uh, we want to win on Sunday. Of course, we do. We want to beat them, and yeah. we want to play in the finals, and that would be great. Uh, because there'll be a lot of players, there'll be a lot of players who will get some great benefits out of being part of a game, a game of football. If there's like. a scale of positivity versus negativity, I think the positivity is <laughs> on the upside. Spot on. So, in brief, what does it mean to you then this this week? You know, the history. The well, no, no, no. Oh, that's all right. I'm, I'm gonna. You guys go off on a tangent and say whatever you want to say here. But the question I'm gonna pose to you is: this week against them. What's it actually mean to you, whether you want to bring up history as, a, as an adolescent, as a young boy, whether it, what's happened in the last 20 years or the now, whatever you want to say about it, what's it mean to you? I'll tell you right now, this game, this is a fucking cage match, my friend. Mm. This is Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. This is the ultimate warrior versus Randy Macho Man Savage. This is Ali versus fucking Frazier, my friend. This is all or nothing this week. All or nothing. So stare down your opponent, go over that freaking white line and kick the shit out of them this week, boys, because you don't get another chance. That's what this game is. And this is from a man who doesn't really show emotion. No, not that much. But but it's funny how you can draw something out when it comes against this mob. Andy, you got something to add there? I Come know. on, just just say it. Just say it, mate. No, we well, of just, we... I know you're a professional, so you've got to be careful what you say. No, I don't have to be careful. No, well, just show. say it then. Well, we, What's we, the mania? 
Well, it, to say, it doesn't mean everything. But what does it mean to you against them? This is on the line, what he just said. Now, come on. Come on. The history. Remember the history. Um, no, I'm not going to get sucked into um, becoming all frothy and emotional about it. You I, don't have to. Just say what it means to you. Well, I think this team deserves to play finals footy. Hmm. I think it deserves, based on the year that it's had, I think this group of players deserves to play finals footy and... I think this club deserves the opportunity to be part of the final eight. And um, they know what they have to do to achieve that. And I hope the Western Bulldogs beat Hawthorne. I hope we get to the MCG and, Big chance we, and we have to we have to I hope they no, I hope he hopes lot, the no, doggies beat no, Hawthorne. No, I don't want Hawthorne. No, I want no, oh. I want us to have to win to yeah, get he, in. Yeah. He, I don't he, I don't want Hawthorne beating the Western Bulldogs. He wants they are a, a big chance though. Not not at the moment. No, no, I, 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 I understand what he's want, saying. I want us to face down our so do I. Yeah, I I want to earn it. So yeah. do I. Yeah. And and uh, you know what? In terms of um what that that's not gonna mean we're going to have a chance to win the flag. That's all that means. No. no. It means that they've delivered on a massive stage and it means that uh, the – so there's going they've to be – They've got to kick the skeletons there's going, to, there's going to be blokes like Motlop, Durden, Owies, Martin, um, Stocker, Young, Cottrell, maybe Jack if he holds his ground. I don't know whether they bring Zach Williams in. I don't know. Do we feel Zach Williams should come in for this game? I think it's strategic. Okay. Just in so, case we do win. So I'm just rattling through all what those players will get out of winning a game of footy like this is will be returned exponentially in 2023. But following on to what you said, I want to see one of those guys do something unexpected. Yep. That they own don't the, even under, they own don't the even think they can yep. do. Yep. That's own what I want to see in this game. Yeah, I'd like the little blokes on mass inside Ford Fifty to run amok. Absolutely, run amok, boys, run amok. And if you you know Play what you know freedom. what I want to see you know what I want to see on the way you get a chance, take the pink, take it, take it on. Don't oh, lay yeah. it off. Don't oh, lay it yeah. off. Don't lay it off Absolutely. to someone else. Oh, take the pink. Yep. Take ownership. Yep. yep. Take ownership. Own the moment. Yep. So that's what I want to see. So we've got plenty out of you that I was. You shocked is this me. the final word? We're coming. There's a final word of the show coming up there's here. Not, not too I mean, many. there's a big build up here. You're coming, no, there's not. There's no, a Michael Holding no. run up for you. <laughs> no, there's not at all. Oh, he, I, no, no, there's not some at all. coming. You're not at all give because I, I, I got something out of Gecko that I didn't think I was going to get, which is absolutely fantastic. With you, Andy, you know, a little bit more methodical, and I like what you said. Actually, I really do because you're more. For the, he's, I hope he's got to protect himself. Oh, no, he, I know. He, he's bigger than Ben Hurd these days. He can't come out with anything. No, I know. He's, he's bigger than Ben. He's <laughs> bigger than Ben Hurd. This bloke. But um, I love a bit of clickbait. I think. I think <laughs> I am. You know me both very, very well. Um, you know me as a person. You know me as a mate. Uh, you know me as a Carlton supporter, extra well. And then when it comes to this mob, you probably know me a little bit extra, extra well. A little bit because mm. there's always a little bit of spice on when it comes to this mob and me. So I am a little bit of a historian when it comes to this sort of shit, and I do remember it's so it's so entrenched in my mind. Carlton Collingwood games at Vic Park and at um, at Princess Park mm. and the MCG in Grand Finals, which we don't lose against them, by the way. But um, for me, like the history. Is means everything, and it doesn't mean anything for our players or their players these days. I get that. I get that. Mm. I understand 
you know, that that's they're all mates and whatever mm-hmm. they do after and shake hands and that's that's fantastic. But on the day, you've got to remember that there is history. There actually there, there actually is history. And that history has always suggested that when a game means something between Carlton and Collingwood, we generally get the job done. Whether it's grand finals, whether it's whatever. Generally speaking, we get it done. On the weekend, um, I'm looking at it. If, if, if you're asking me from my head, I say we've got a, the way we've been going. I reckon there's a standing eight, eight count from the referee right now. Yep. And they're lying on the ground. So that's what my head's saying. But then, because you know I've got a big heart, <laughs> then I say... Well, fuck it. I'm getting up off the canvas, right? You can feel me gloves. I look in the eye. I'm right to go, ref. I've got more in me. And you come out swinging. You come out swinging. And you give a left and a right and a couple of uppercuts. And then you throw the knockout blow. And you put this fucking mob (laughs) into orbit, right? Where they belong, right? Where they belong. That's where they belong, right? And this is supporter-based, so this is nothing against their coach, nothing against their players, right? But when I see black and white, I see fucking red, right? So you put them into orbit, you put them where they're supposed to be, in the in the shit house, right? And then we play another game of football the following week. So at the end of the day, that's what it means to me when it comes to history. When I know all the history that behind all the things that they've done to us on the field, right? And we never did nothing to them on the field, nothing, Billy, nothing. Billy Pick and God rest your soul. Yep. Renee Kink, Ray Shaw, you could Dennis Stan Banks, Magro. Stan Magro. See, see, this is what I love when you talk when you talk ad lib, right? Then you draw things out of people, right? And you weren't going to say anything, but you throw names out. You've said plenty, and you still throw names no, out. So we remember, yeah, yeah. we remember, we remember what it means to us. So on Sunday, it is a battle royal. You're right, Gecko, right? And it's a last man standing, right? And it's a fucking battlefield. And I'm telling you now, our blokes have to come off that ground, right, look each other in the eye and say we did everything to get the job done, right? And they will get it done on Sunday, I'm telling you. I'm telling you now they will get it done. (laughs) Believe you me, right? This is tribal warfare, right, tribal warfare, and they'll get the fucking job on Sunday done, and that's all there is to it. And I don't care what happens. And if they don't get it done, right, I'm going to go to the timekeepers, right, (laughs) I'm going to say, extra five minutes, <laughs> right? We're back on again. Boys, it's been good fun. Uh, it's lovely to see you both. It's uh, It continues to be a wild ride for all of us. Bagsy. Just before you go, I've got one for you and I've got one for you. Oh, lovely. Now, Not you can keep it to yourself you or you can sort of... Ooh. Take the instructions. So he's just given, he's given, I don't know what he's given Baz, but he's given me an envelope that says, bucket not to be opened unless we are unsuccessful on Sunday. So, so hang on. So Not if we're to... successful, don't open it. So, so if we are successful, you don't open this. No, no. So we burn just, it. If we, we win the game, just burn get it. Get rid of it. Right. Well, you know what I'm going to do. I'm still going to open it. <laughs> no, I won't. I'll wait. You, you, you won't? You'll honour him? Yeah, per, yeah, per, per request. Yeah, state, okay. state in the instructions. All right. Last thing. That you've got more to say after uh, all of that. Uh, no, not, not on a high level. Just um, do you have uh, ins and outs? Do you have anything that well, you Williams might... is interesting, so... Chera gets up? Well, Chera's got to come back in if he's fit. Do you think he'll play? Yeah. And who would you take out? Well, interestingly, the VFL are in exactly the same situation. Oh, 
So, Both teams are going to need the win to play mm, finals. We Incredible. Can, we can play players in the twos just for fitness reasons. So, for, you know, whether it's Williams because they think he's going to make a difference or Williams because they think they need to get some miles into his legs in no, case so we what, win, no, I don't know. So what they do, and they're, we're sitting in the studio here at SEN recording this, and you're sitting in the seat that Craig Paz, you're sitting in the seat that Craig McRae sits in when he comes in. He's coming in. So we're here on. We're well, don't, record, don't, don't play anything. We're what recording I just said. this on Tuesday I like, night. I like the bloke. He'll be sitting in your seat tomorrow. He told us a couple of weeks ago. We we're trying to make some sense out of Collingwood statistically. He said, "Look, you can't." But what we know is that our data tells us that we finish games stronger than the opposition. The data that reveals that, you know, tells us that our blokes are running harder than the oppo. Uh, at the end of the game. Mm. Now, they worked hard against Sydney, just didn't come off for yep. them. They were too far back. Yep. That's the worry. So don't pick Zach Williams if you have doubts about his ability to As a be. Sub? I don't. Well, what if someone goes? What if someone goes down the first five minutes yeah. and he comes? You oh, can't. Look, you can't be playing. No, I wouldn't play him as a the, the way you've just play described the, the game, the knock them down, the stand up, knock them down affair that this is going to be. Yep. You can't take blokes in who you have a doubt about their capacity to get through four quarters, even if it's going to be the sub, because you never know when the sub's going to be required. Yeah. Paddy Dow didn't get a lick of the ice cream the other night. So if he's not, if you've got a doubt about him in this for this game, I would say you get play, a game in a two. Play him in the twos. Yeah. Play him in the twos. If Chair is right to go, and I suspect he is, they're saying that he should play. Well, it's going to be Dow goes out. Dow goes out. Chera comes in. He starts. Who, and, who goes out? Dow. Well, so someone goes out no, of the. T- someone de- goes. Chera de- comes back into the twenty-two, and someone goes out of the twenty-two to be the sub. Yeah. Yeah. Who would that be? Well, you can take your pick, but probably New- probably Jack. Jack Nunes. Probably Jack. Jack Nunes. Yeah. Yeah. So, in a word, Setterfield deserves to play. Oh, he'll, he'll play. Oh, yeah, he's no, he'll, to play. Yeah, he'll play. He'll play. Become he'll important yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. In a word, Gex, we're going to win it. Uh, head says no, gut says yes. I'm more confident about the Collingwood game than I was the Melbourne game. I didn't think we could beat the we- Melbourne. The weather's going to be interesting. So the, the, only que- the only question I've got is what sort of emotional toll did Saturday take mm. out of us? Was it? Was it such a big build-up? Now, they're professionals and the club, you know, and the coach knows and they all know, but can we come up again? Can we get up again? Collingwood had its off week. Collingwood was flat. Sydney had too good. It, their, their, their experience last weekend was very different than that. We both lost, mm. but their experience was much different than oh, ours. Oh, the psychologies are. Yeah. So, this is the thing you can't yeah. ever no. really. No. So they lose out. Ginevan, and they, I, I kind of half hope they play to Goey. I mean, if he's if he's that hip flexors can be tricky. Mm. Um, they can fi- you can feel like they're fixed. Quickly, uh, and yet the minute you ping and push off it, bang, it goes straight away. Oh, if he's not, if he's 50 50, I hope they play him. So do I. So, and Taylor, right? Well, he's not playing, he's no, out. Taylor so, is, yeah. um, but you know, just that half goes halfway towards equalizing what we're going in without. Mm. So, I'm not, I'm not, um, so Gex reckons Hart says yes, I think we'll beat Head him. Says no, I think we'll beat him. Andy says we think we'll beat him. I back our, just back our good players. Yeah, I, I know we'll beat him. Yeah, I, I know we'll, we'll beat him. I, I know we'll beat him. Um, but um, just on on finishing, guys, I just I, I put it out on Twitter before we came on air that um, we're going to have this show, 
Uh, been an unbelievable response out there, guys. Seriously, all of you are unbelievable. A, a tremendous response. You, you left a lot of um, questions on there. I did ask for that. Um, but I think over the night, I reckon we've covered just about yeah, no, 75% so, of the questions. It's a solid two hours. We've been, a solid, solid hour and solid, 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it must I, all be. I anyway. reckon we've covered a fair bit. They're so, sick of us by now, so we should wrap a, it up and get out yeah, of here. Exactly. Apologies yeah. if I haven't... Um, Baz, you are something? the darling of the Carlton Twitter. Gex, you should see him. Yeah. I, have you got, I don't know whether you've got some little sneaky burner account <laughs> that you keep an eye on all this nonsense, but you should see him. They, he's, become, he's, become the, he's become the godfather mm. of the Carlton Twitter community. They, they, I don't know what they see in him. We, but can we convert that into some sort of dollar sort of return at no, all? No, I don't want money. Anything. I don't want money, but I'll tell you what. Um, there'll be a horse's head in someone's bed on Sunday if we don't get the chocolates done. Uh, boys, good to see you. Thanks for bringing the lagers, Bagsy. No, no, no. No dramas at all. It's been a good evening, yeah, boys. Yeah, Thanks yeah, for your time. Clickety-clack. Um, the Carlton <laughs> show's back. Ring-a-ding-ding. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. The pump is the king. <laughs> Say a lot of folks. See you, boys. All the best. Thanks.